This is Tending Seeds, a podcast about my adventures in homesteading and herbalism. I'm Sarah Schuster, and I'll be your host. Thanks for being here today. Hey there, friends. It is March 27th as I'm recording this. So the end of March, it's been about a month since the last time I checked in with y'all and put up an episode. Uh, A lot has changed. So this is not really going to be our normal episode. March for us here started off with a tornado coming through Nashville. It stayed on the ground for 50 miles, moving east uh, through town and then into other nearby towns, causing so much destruction as well as loss of life in its wake. Um, I'm not exactly sure where the final number ended up. I think around 25 people were killed. Also, a lot of homes, businesses uh, were still reeling from all of this, uh, working on recovery efforts, trying to get people housed. And now we have COVID-19 as well, which I am sure you are all aware of at this point and dealing with wherever you are in your own ways. I'm not going to talk too much about this virus in terms of statistics, treatments, testing options, etc., because everything is changing quite rapidly. So anything I offer here is pretty much guaranteed to be out of date by the time you hear this. Also, I'm not a doctor. Uh, There are plenty of other good sources out there. But honestly, we really don't know. We don't know what's working. It's changing day to day. We're trying new things. You know, this is a new thing that we're having to confront and deal with. So what I do want to do today is just take some time and space to talk honestly about how I'm feeling, how people around me are feeling, and what we can do right now. Because ultimately, during these anxious times, we have each other. So even if we're self-isolating and not physically together, I believe having community is our greatest resource. And I believe that the best way forward is for us to go together, even if that's not physically together. So just to be honest about where I'm at right now, my heart is in a lot of places. I have a lot of folks that I'm worried about. I have family in both Maine and Florida. It's hard to not be able to be there to check in on them with my own eyes. My mom is in Florida. My dad is in Maine. I have extended family in Maine as well. I've talked a little bit about the fact that my grandfather passed away in November. My grandmother is still living. Um, She is in a facility because she is dealing with dementia and so is not able to care for herself and really needs a lot of care. Obviously, there's a lot of worry about nursing home facilities, um, you know, and the spread of viruses through those. So there's no visitation happening there now. But of course, it's entirely possible for things to spread via employees coming and going in just all sorts of ways. So that's on my mind. Um, At the front of my mind, you know, my brother is a firefighter and paramedic down in Florida. So I'm obviously very worried about his health throughout all of this, as he deals with so many repeated exposures just in his work. So I'm trying really hard to not blow up his phone and just send him a text every couple of days or so to check on him. But that's difficult. Here where I live, Our mayor finally closed bars and nightclubs. Uh, Nashville is a tourist hotspot, especially for bachelorette parties. And people were still coming in from out of state and filling up the downtown honky tonks and other touristy establishments. So he had to come in and order nightclubs to be closed. 
then we had to move on and close non-essential businesses as well for two weeks. Uh, so that means my off-farm job is now closed. We are about a week into that right now. So our whole area is now operating under a, quote, safer at home guideline. So that means that we are not being ordered to shelter in place like other more populous areas are, but we are being asked to stay home except for essential things like grocery shopping, for instance. Uh, To be honest, though, I wouldn't be surprised if we do escalate to an actual shelter in place order because the streets just still have way too many cars on them and people in grocery stores are not keeping the six foot distance like they should. Uh, Our mayor just recently, just a few days ago, ordered that playgrounds and dog parks and things like that also needed to close because they had kept them open, trying to give people an outside option. And instead, people were still like congregating and not following social distancing protocol. So now those are closed. They have kept... Uh, The parks themselves are open, so if you just want to go, like, walk at the park, but the playgrounds, the dog parks, those things are closed. So I don't want to be a huge downer because we have lots of that going on. I know we're all, like, dealing with all the feelings, and that is totally okay. However you are feeling is completely valid, and that is fine. (laughs) Feel those feelings. But I'm going to try to maybe share some of the positives that I have going on. Uh, how I'm still finding hopefulness through all of this and how I'm trying to care for others still and also how others are showing care for me. That's not to say that I am like positive and hopeful all the time. It's really hard to be super positive right now, but I'm trying to hold on to like little moments of that. Uh, If you've been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen me posting a list at night of like good things that happen during the day. That's been really helpful for me because it keeps me in the mindset Um, as I go about my day of like looking for things because I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this post later tonight. So like, what am I going to post about? That was good. So that's keeping me kind of more proactively trying to look for the good happening in, in my life and around me. So yeah, I hope maybe that some of these things will be comforting, comforting for you or ideas you might want to try yourself, or maybe there are things you're already doing and we can just kind of virtually, high five that we have found some things that work for us. But yeah, so right now uh, I am sticking close to home, trying to not go out at all, unless absolutely like 150% necessary. Uh, With the farm, I'm really fortunate to have, you know, outdoor space here so that I can get out of the house and enjoy some nicer weather. That's definitely been on my list of good things. The weather here has been amazing all of a sudden. We had so much rain and now the past two days it's been gorgeous. Getting outside has been a true lifesaver for me. Uh, Being able to get my hands in the dirt each day has been just so incredibly calming and soothing. Trying to decide what to plant and focus on has been difficult though to be honest. I feel like this farming season has really been thrown up in the air in terms of the herb farm and just not knowing where any of us are going to be financially as this goes on. It's strange to be growing things, but have no idea if markets will be open for you to be able to vend at or not, or even if they are, will anyone be in a position to purchase things from you? I know I'm not alone in this by a long shot. Uh, I know all of us, or pretty much all of us, are dealing with like financial upheaval right now and wondering like what this looks like for our future. Uh, whether we're self-employed or not. 
looking at jobs. Uh, yeah, so it can be really overwhelming for sure. And I know I'm not alone in that. And so I just want to like acknowledge that, that it sucks to have this uncertainty right now. And I'm really hoping that we will all be able to pull together and get through this together by supporting one another and, you know, rethinking the systems and institutions we have in place so that everyone gets through this. So I know I, I know that I needed to get my brain to stop like spin cycling around this stuff like over and over again. So I'm just getting back to planting. I am still moving forward with the farm season that I was planning and I will deal with reality as it happens. There's no way I could have predicted the events that have happened just in this past 24 days <laughs> from like March 3rd when we had the tornado to now on the 27th. I never could have predicted those events happening. So there's, you know, how could I possibly think that I can predict what things will be like three months from now or six months from now? So I feel like the best thing I can do is I'm putting my hands back in the earth and I'm continuing on. There is one thing, one change that I'm making uh, in terms of growing though, and that is that I am going to be putting in a larger vegetable garden this year uh, with finances feeling kind of precarious. It does seem more important than ever to be growing as much of our own food as possible. And it would be really wonderful if we had enough fresh vegetables, not only just for ourselves, but to be able to share with those around us who need it as well. So before I was planning to really be like focused just on like the herb farm side of things this year with just a small vegetable garden for us. But now given how things are changing, I'm kind of looking at splitting my time a bit more evenly uh, between those two things. Even when I'm not working on stuff related to the farmer garden, I am definitely spending a lot more time outdoors right now. And that's so helpful. Mushroom season has started up in some parts of Tennessee here. So I'm in some like mushroom identification groups for the state. Everyone's like posting their awesome like finds that they've had so far. Uh, so I've been taking walks in our woods here looking for them. I have not found anything <laughs> yet, but you know, that's not really the point, right? So being outside without my phone, without news updates, that is the point. And I keep reminding myself of that. I am a very like numbers-based person, so sometimes it's tough to tear myself away from reloading different like news articles, like especially the ones that have the maps of like confirmed cases or the state-by-state -state numbers. Um, it's hard to tear myself away from that sometimes and just like comparing how the numbers have changed since the last time I looked at it. And I know that's not doing anything positive for me. It doesn't change anything. It's not doing any good to anyone for me to just like keep reloading that. So I have been trying to limit how often I look at the news. <laughs> Some days I do better than others. So if at all possible, I would really encourage you to decide when you are going to look at the news and try to avoid it the rest of the time. I know that's super hard. Don't beat yourself up about it if you slip up. But if you catch yourself just doing laps through news sites or reloading the same page over and over again, try to break yourself out of that cycle and walk away for a few minutes if possible and go do something else. It's all still going to be there whenever you decide to come back to it. And like I said, I'm saying this just as much for myself as for any of y'all. I'm not changing anything by, by looking at it and obsessively reloading it. So yeah. <sighs> So being outside is great. Cooking is also helping me a whole bunch right now. Um, 
it feels okay to spend extra time in the kitchen right now as I'm doing other things. Um, Part of that is because, you know, I'm not driving off the farm places. So that's given me a little bit of like extra time in my week, um, as well as not being at my off farm job. So there's a little bit of like extra time and flexibility back in my schedule. And so it feels okay to spend some of that time in the kitchen. I baked this week for the first time and I don't even know how long. I made a fancy banana bread. It was so awesome. Uh, I put like blueberries and chocolate chips in it and then did like a sugar crust on the top. It was so good. Um, And in the course of having to dig around in my cabinets to find the ingredients for that, because I literally don't think I had pulled out like flour and sugar in months and months, I realized I also have uh, bulgur wheat and the other ingredients I need to make a batch of tabbouleh. So I'm going to do that today or tomorrow because I had fresh parsley already. So that works out kind of perfectly. So I'm really excited about that. Also, a friend of mine through some sort of weird like ordering glitch ended up with an extra instant pot and they didn't need an extra one, obviously. And so they sent me their extra one. It just got here yesterday. So I'm already playing with that for the first time, um, making a big batch of chickpeas that then will become like part of those chickpeas are going to become like a curry for tonight for dinner. Some of it will become hummus and then also like a chickpea salad to put into wraps and stuff like that. So that's super awesome. I'm also part of getting outdoors kind of overlaps and dovetails with cooking. So I'm doing a lot more spring foraging and also thinking about ways to preserve our edible weeds right now. I think I'm definitely going to have a big batch of chickweed pesto coming up pretty soon. And I'm also like eyeballing my shelf of cookbooks. So (laughs) I've just been like at such a dead run for so long. And I'm just realizing like, I cannot remember the last time I flipped through a cookbook and picked out just a new recipe to try just for fun. So obviously with like not (laughs) going to the grocery store, I'm really trying to avoid that for as long as I possibly can. So that means also that as I flip through cookbooks, this is going to mean like being a little inventive and probably having to improvise and work around, you know, what ingredients I do and don't have. So that can be like a fun kind of challenge to play with for yourself if you want to join me in that. Um, A friend actually suggested the idea of like a group of friends, like picking out a recipe to like, even while you're socially, you know, distanced and isolated and stuff, like everyone trying to make the same recipe and then like compare or like have a hangout online and like eat together or something. And I think that'd be really fun because it'd be cool to see like all the um, like substitutions that people had to make based on what they did or didn't have like in their house to cook with. So speaking of people, (laughs) I am a pretty introverted person, which is probably not a shock considering I decided to like move out to a farm. But it is really good to get some FaceTime with people if you possibly can. And I do mean actual FaceTime. So I just taught my mom how to video chat last week. So now we can talk over Zoom. So that's really funny. And I've been able to video chat with friends quite a few times uh, for all sorts of stuff. It's been really cool. So, so far I've done everything Uh, via video chat, ranging from like uh, spring equinox rituals to herbal meetups to hanging out with friends in costumes. Like a couple days ago, we'll have uh, Kigurumi. So that's like, how to explain that? It's called a Kigu. So it's like a big uh, 
costume, like pajama, but in like an animal. Mine's a fox, of course. So like some of us like put those on and like got on video chat. It was super cute. And tonight I'm going to talk with friends again. I'm also attending a webinar on uh, permaculture, earth activism. And then there's like a dance party later tonight in the evening. Tons of musicians are doing like live concerts and stuff like that. So technology is facilitating a lot of connection. And I think it's worth taking advantage of if possible. And if that sounds good to you. On the other hand, I know some folks are able to work from home remotely right now. And so you might actually be feeling super burnt out on video conferencing too. So definitely like listen to what your needs are and step back if this is not really like a fun way to connect right now and give yourself a breather. (laughs) Another thing that has me feeling good is cleaning out and organizing stuff. So spring is here. And from an energetic perspective, I feel like what better way to push back against some of what's happening right now than to cleanse my house and my space, get my life in order, get rid of things that like don't need to be here anymore and just kind of like assess, make room. It's also really soothing because it gives me the sense of being in control of something. So much is out of my hands and your hands right now. So yesterday I pulled everything out of a bathroom cabinet. I cleaned out what I either never use or like was expired and gross, (laughs) wiped everything down and I put it all away neatly. Oh my gosh, y'all. It was like the best feeling. It's a super small space relative to my house, but it gave my brain like such nice feelings to have done that and to have like this little cabinet now that I'm like, everything in there is exactly how I want it to be. I'm not going to do that to my entire house because I just don't really have, I know I don't have time for all of that, but yeah, picking just like a couple little projects, like cleaning off a counter, cleaning off a table or a random bookshelf or something and just kind of like going through it. This is a great time to do that. Also, like, find some humor wherever you can. These are weird times, and everyone I know is going through phases of feeling burnt out emotionally. So get those laughs in where you can. There are some really great memes out there that will make you laugh until you cry, if that's your thing. Rewatch your favorite silly movies, listen to comedy podcasts, whatever gets you laughing. It is so good and needed right now. I will say, I know some people I've seen express just feeling kind of sensitive to to seeing like memes that are joking and making light of the situation right now. Um, you know, humor for me is like a release valve, but I know it's not that way for everyone. So like, you know, maybe be aware of that. And so maybe instead of like posting something for everyone to see, maybe if you know other people who are like-minded, maybe just like share it directly to them or in like small group chats and things like that. Like I definitely have a lot of small group chats on Instagram where I can post like really kind of niche, you know, memes and jokes and resources to people that I know, you know, will appreciate them. Um, But I'm not like posting them everywhere for like everyone to see right now. So and just be mindful of that because some people, you know, that humor, depending on what kind of day they're having, like maybe that's not the thing they need right now. So I'm just trying to be aware of that. Another thing please do not feel pressured to be productive right now. I have seen loads of people talking about the new hobbies they're working on, and that is great if that makes you feel good. But please also don't feel like you have to do anything right now. You do not need to write a novel during self-quarantine. If you like writing, by all means write, but take the expectation out of it for yourself. 
Give yourself the gift of ease right now. We all need it. Rest and nourish yourself too. Sleep in, take naps, move at whatever speed feels good for you. Um, Also, please eat however you want and block anyone who starts talking about the quote unquote quarantine 15. It's fat phobic and gross and also so not what anyone needs to be thinking about right now. Uh, A local restaurant sent out an email trying to encourage people to like eat healthy by getting, you know, healthy food through them and avoiding the quarantine 15. Like no automatic block. Like that is not cool. So eat whatever works for you. Eat what you have available. Also, like people are dealing with scarcity right now. Eat what you can get your hands on. Eat what sounds good to you. You make the rules and you know what? There are no rules right now. So do whatever. Eat ice cream for breakfast. Who cares? Instagram live it. I'll watch it. I want to support you. Eat whatever makes you feel good. All right. So um, I think one thing that is being highlighted right now is how far out most of our support systems are. Uh, A lot of us, you know, we move away. We moved away for college or jobs or whatever. And so our support network is not hyper local for most of us. My family all lives in other states. Even my friends who live in Nashville are 20 to 30-ish minutes from me. But there are people all around me. So I would really encourage y'all to check in on your neighbors. We have one set of neighbors that we have gotten friendly with since moving out here. We swap canned goods sometimes. And there's a tree between our property lines that we've kind of designated as the, quote, swap tree. And so we'll text one another to say when there's something to pick up. It is a really cute, sweet relationship. Um, But current events sort of have me wondering, like, why I don't have this kind of relationship with more people on our road. We are definitely rural, but we're not middle of nowhere, no one for miles and miles kind of rural. We have neighbors. And so I want to reach out to them more. I've seen some really sweet stuff on social media about putting postcards in mailboxes, offering to do grocery runs for those who are elderly or health compromised. We also have like a super localish Facebook group for my area where I've seen people making really kind offers and checking in on people. This is a time to pull together, even with people who on paper, we might not feel like we have a lot in common with. And who knows, like, honestly, who knows what could come from those new relationships once we're past the worst of this. So I would really encourage you to, yes, continue to reach out to your known friends and family and check in on them, but also maybe think about ways you can connect with your neighbors, the people who are closest to you geographically, obviously doing that in ways that feel safe to you and still follow the social distancing guidelines. I'm also seeing so much really great mutual aid springing up in cities all over right now. So ranging from like doing errands for those who can't go out, uh, offering herbal medicine and support to those who need it, food drives, outreach for those who are currently unhoused. I think it's pretty obvious that we're not getting any sort of like cohesive top-down leadership right now at either the national or the state level. And so it's on us to build the support systems that are needed. Showing up and showing care for one another is so powerful. People feel really hopeless and alone right now, and reaching out and offering whatever aid you are able to is super heartening. We're not looking to recreate the current systems that are in place. We are trying to create entirely new ways of being, and 
those can all look different based on the needs of the people involved, and they can be ever-changing as they grow and develop. So I think it's really important to also, as we talk about mutual aid, to point out that mutual aid is not charity. Mutual aid is solidarity. And we need that right now more than ever, I think. Also, on a lighter kind of note, as we come to the end here, if you're looking for a show to watch right now that is both funny and uplifting, I would really recommend that you check out The Good Place. It has four seasons. It is done, so you can watch the entire thing. It just finished this past year. It is a show about the afterlife, but more than anything, it's about how we live our lives with one another and what gives our lives meaning. One of the philosophy books frequently referenced in the show is T.M. Scanlon's What We Owe to Each Other. And I find myself thinking about that a lot right now, as all of our futures are so very intertwined as we move through these events. Wrapping this up for today, I just want you to know that you are in my thoughts. I am rooting for you. I am rooting for all of us. If you're having a hard moment, that's okay and totally to be expected. Feel your feelings. They are all valid. Uh, You don't need to go through it alone, though. So please reach out to someone. Talk over video. Watch a movie together. Read the same book and then chat about it. Eat dinner together over Skype. Go for a walk if you're able. Or at least get out on your patio or a balcony and turn your face skyward for a few minutes. Maybe keep a journal for these strange times. Make a new recipe you've never made before. Rest and nap as much as you desire. Find moments of pleasure anywhere you can. And above all, please be kind to others as well as to yourself. If you want to support the show and are in a position to do so, you can check out our Patreon for Full Moon Zines or check out the online store at foxandelder.com. I know these are strange times, so of course, please only do those things if they won't leave you in a bad way financially. Other ways you can support the show without spending any money at all would be to share this podcast with your friends or on your social media, and also by leaving us a positive review wherever you listen to podcasts. I would super appreciate that so much. You can always get in touch with me by email, foxandelder at gmail.com, or on Instagram, foxandelder, all one word. And you know I have to say it. So until next time, keep your hands dirty and your heart open. But you know, wash your hands often and stay home. Be well.